welcome to another episode of In The Loop Break by Roping Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Joe Fabrizio, and we're pretty excited about this next series. We are going to do 15 days of NFR breakaway roping. We are going to interview some of the top 15 breakaway ropers, as well as a couple of people behind the scenes. So thank you for listening to our podcast. Take a listen. Okay, guys, today we are here with Nicole Baggerly. Nicole is coming in number 13 to the National Finals Breakaway Roping 2021. Nicole, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me here. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. You know, it's got to be an awesome feeling to be in the top 15, know you're getting to go to the finals. Um, this is your first year to make the finals. So, um, I, you know, the, the, that feeling and is something that you will never replace. I can promise you that yeah I it's still kind of surreal to be honest like everyone's like oh are you excited I'm like man I'm not really sure it's really set in yet for me at least (laughs) well I know that when I walked through when we got to go to Arlington when we walked through Globe Life I like wanted to like laugh and cry and be I mean all this whirlwind of emotions you know you're excited but you're just not sure. And, and it's just like, it all hits you at once. And so, um, it's something that I'm excited for you. It'll be great. Yeah. It's I'm, I can't even wait. I can't wait to get there and just be, be in the moment while we're there. <laughs> awesome. So tell me a little bit about the rodeo season for you, 2021. Um, where'd you start and, and what were some of your takeaways from it? So the actual season started at my hometown rodeo um, in Las Cruces. Uh, I ended up placing there, so that was a nice way to really actually start the season out. But um, really, rodeo and hard, We I started off. Um, all the Texas girls got to kind of stay home, but I left, uh, I guess, the end of May, the, the last day of May, I left for the summer, and that was when I was pretty well gone for – about four months, I guess, because there was a bunch of rodeos in Texas over there in June. And so I went over to all those and then just kind of wherever the rodeos took us, um, the Dakotas over the fourth and the Northwest in the fall. So it was, it was very interesting to uh, maneuver through the season, to be honest. So, you know, you talk about some of those rodeos you went to. What was, um, what was your favorite rodeo that, that you got to go to and see that? Um, it might be kind of a generic answer because it was one of the big, like one of the biggest rodeos that added equal money for us girls, um, this season, but Cheyenne was definitely number one in my, in my books because, uh, I did so well there and I did so well on a mare that I trained myself. And so I was, I was pretty excited about that placing so high there um I was I was excited about that rodeo before that rodeo even started though I had told a bunch of my friends that I was pretty excited to ride that roan mare at that rodeo because I thought she'd really excel at that setup so I was pretty excited to do well there yeah and you roped awesome and that that is definitely one of the toughest places to rope and and to stay hooked and get all four of them caught so um, congratulations there. You did really well, but tell me a little bit about your, your own mare. You know, I know you rode a, a done mare last year a little bit, and then you transitioned to her. So tell me a little bit about your own mare and, and where she came from and, and what you're, if you're going to ride her at the finals. 
So she's actually kind of a funny story. So I bought her, her mom as a rope and prospect. Uh, I don't even know how long ago it had to have been over six years because the mare's six years old now. Um, but I didn't realize that the girl had tried to breed that mare to a stud that she had owned and that I was roping on that mare and I was using her at the ranch and we were riding her pretty darn hard. And, uh, she just kept getting really fat. And I'm like, man, I don't know what the heck is going on with this mare. Like I just cannot get any weight off of her no matter what I do. And, uh, (laughs) the joke was that she was bred and it was just kind of like a, Oh, ha ha. Okay. Yeah. She's, she's pregnant. But there was one night we were all feeding horses and, uh, my brother, Carl, he, he come up to me and he's like, um, your mare has a bag. And I was just like, okay, Carl, like funny joke. And he's like, no, I'm not kidding. And so we got her looked at by the vet the next Monday. Cause that was on the weekend. And, uh, he said that she was going to have a baby within the week and being sure she had that baby within a week. And so out popped calamity <laughs> and she's just been the biggest blessing that I never really knew I needed. <laughs> That's a pretty but, cool story. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny when I really think about it, but she's she is seriously, I love roping on that mare. She makes everything so easy. But um yeah, I the plan is to rope on her in Vegas. Um she I think she rolled and caught her leg in the fence around when we got home after Salinas. And so we've been trying to just get her healthy, but she's in Portalis at a rehab facility. And so she's swimming every day and getting some treatments done, but they're saying that she's looking great. So it's looking pretty promising that I'll get to ride her there. Awesome. Are you, um, are you going anywhere before the finals or are you just hanging out and practicing at home? Um, so I'm entered in the WPRA world finals this weekend. And then after that, just kind of wherever I decide if I want to go to some jackpots in Arizona, I might go and just kind of see how everything's going. If I can get my herd healthy, I will probably go jackpot some. But and if that doesn't happen, I'll probably just try and stay around the house and practice and get my horses healthy and ready to go. Well, good. That'll be good. So tell me a little bit back to Rodeon. Um people place people you met places you went um did you enjoy that part of it did you did you dislike traveling as much as you did how many rodeos did you go to so I met so many great people well just through rodeoing basically my entire life like it's so nice to have rodeo family just because no matter where you go they're they're always there for you and uh it was it was nice to have people in your corner kind of and it just uh I I enjoyed the rodeoing part the traveling 10 12 15 hours that was it got a little difficult towards the end I was pretty ready to be home but um yeah I just I am so blessed that I was able to do that this year like I I never imagined, I I never could have imagined in a million years that I would have been able to do what I did this year. And so even as hard as some of those hours were, especially if you messed up on one or whatever, and you traveled 15 hours to the next one, it was, it, 
was difficult on the mind because you had to just know that you can do it and go on to the next one. But it was, it was just surreal just getting to rodeo and go see all these different places that I've always heard about. And so it was, that part was really cool. Um, I hit, I believe 58 pro rodeos this year to answer your last question. (laughs) That's a lot. It was good. What, um, what's your favorite rodeo? I mean, Cheyenne, yes, but favorite rodeo, like besides Cheyenne, (laughs) I mean, Um, like setup wise, um, or anything like that. Like just every, I mean, obviously Cheyenne is my favorite rodeo too, but um, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, we did, we saw so many different places, different setups, different layouts, Mm -hmm. different cattle, different, I mean, you know, Washington, there's longhorns and then, you know, there's all sorts of things everywhere else. So, um, I know where were we at in Washington where, um, they were having the relay races. It was a a very small rodeo and your dad was pushing, I think everybody's calf there. Um, um, I don't know which ones it, uh, it was, there was one in like Waterville that they had yes, all like a bunch of I'm like actual legit, like <laughs> horse races and like the Indian relays. I was like, wow, this is intense. <laughs> they had a so lot of stuff going on. Yeah. And that, so one of the Indian relays, well, two of them, actually, one of them, um, the horse jumped the rail. <laughs> and yeah. got out remember i forgot and about then the that. next one this guy comes around the corner of the rail before like where the straightaway is where they're going to exchange and he his horse just yard darts and goes to the right and he goes to the left and like kapowed him and it was the wildest stinking rodeo i think we never i'd been to over there so oh, i forgot it. i forgot about that but oh yeah that one was that one was probably one of the what like one of the wildest ones that one or Burwell, Nebraska was pretty wild. The the wild horse race that they had there, they had all those uh guys like piled on the sides of those trailers. And I mean, they were cooking when they were driving those trailers into the arena. And that and then like that right fence is only like what PVC little panels. And so it was it got a little western at that one as well. <laughs> there are a lot of good good stories and and uh, things that you see out there that that you would never get to see anywhere else so it's pretty neat yeah it was definitely some of them were definitely more of an experience than others but it was just it was fun to see all the different rodeos and how they I mean it's always a rodeo but how all the different places kind of go about putting on their rodeo yeah, the culture, I thought was one of my favorite parts, the culture, you know, every single rodeo. And it's like, it really hit me. It's not so much about rodeos. It's about the, comu- the community, you know, mm-hmm. um, bringing the community together, bringing the culture, the history of the place and so many different intros and so many different just pieces of the rodeo that have been historic monumental pieces that have made the rodeo what it is today. I thought that was really cool to learn about some of that stuff. And I was maybe one of the only nerds up there watching the grand entries, but I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, no, honestly, like the, the fact that like the committees and all the townspeople and everything, like they, all the different places that we went, they were all so into ha- like having such a good rodeo. And so, I mean, as a competitor, having a good rodeo is always my like, I always want to go to the best rodeos. And so the fact that a lot of the, even these little committees 
tried so hard to have such good rodeos. It was, it was really cool to see in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you completely. So let's transition a little bit in FR. Um, do you have a game plan strategy? Um, how are you preparing going into it? Man. So I, uh, my, my main goal is I want to get all 10 roped, like no matter, no matter what I want to play my game because I've always been kind of more on the strong suit of getting, getting everything roped and seeing what happens after that. And so hopefully, hopefully get everything roped and, uh, use my calves as best as I can. And so, I mean, if they let me win around or placing around then great, but yeah, my goal and my strategy, I guess you could say is just rope all 10 head and let it, let it fall kind of where it will and see what happens from there. And And what about, are you setting up the arena? I know a lot of girls are setting up the dimensions or um, tell us a little bit about your routine as far as what your day looks like going about practice and stuff like that. Man, from what I've heard, the box setup and everything else is not, I mean, not as small as like Thomas and Mac. And so it's pretty well close to what I have at home. So I, I'm thinking I'm just going to leave everything set up kind of, kind of how I have it and just practice how I normally practice. And cause I mean that, I guess, guess it worked out cause I'm going to the NFR. So I'm just, I'm not going to try and change a whole lot and just kind of do what I've been doing and just make sure my horses are ready to go and that I'm roping sharp. So. And so you're going to take your roan mare. What else are you going to take out there? So I'm going to take the roan mare and then I have a bay horse I call Jeter that I'm going to take out there that I've used all year too. And then I have a five-year-old that if I can get her sound, cause she just hurt herself this last week that uh, she'll probably go up there just, just for a backup of the backup, just in case, but we'll see, we'll have to see how she kind of gets better. But if, if she doesn't get better, then I'll just take those two up there. Are you roping anything else out there? Or are you just, just doing the NFR? Uh, so I'm going to do the NFR and then they added that new event at resort world that they invited me to. So I ended up entering at that. And so I'll rope at that, the, I think three days after our finals. And then other than that, I'm, that's about it. That sounds like a plan to me. I know that's going to be a really exciting roping. Um, 80,000, 56 girls. I'm, I'm pretty pumped about that roping. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good one. I'm interested to see how it all works out, to be honest, because whenever they called me about it, I was like, I mean, you definitely have my interest peaked with the uh, $80,000 <laughs> and only having her up against 50. You said 56 girls. Yeah, I couldn't remember how many girls. But so, I mean, it, it should be a really good roping, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think it will for sure. So, so if you could do anything different this year and take that into next year, what would it be and why? Um, so I was talking with my husband about this one and honestly about the only thing that I would change is I kind of started out the year trying to fly and jump ride horses and things like that. And to be honest, my strong suit, unfortunately, is not jump riding horses. And so I probably, unless I just absolutely have to, I probably will not 
jump ride horses if I don't have to again. And then, uh, I'm just, honestly, I, I feel like I did a pretty good job. I kind of stuck with my game plan of getting to what I could on ride my own and just kind of trying to make circles and not jump around the map a ton. But, uh, yeah, I just, just trying to play to my strong suits of, I, I know my horses, I get along with them really good, ride, ride them where I can and hopefully win where I go, but not try and get on somebody else's. Cause I had a hard time jumping on other horses that I didn't know and competing against girls that are on their good horses, you know? So I think that that was a, a challenge for a lot of people, you know, um, I know for myself, it's something I don't prefer. And one of the things I learned is, you know, if, if I can't have mine there, it's, I don't have the best chance, you know, I mean, we're roping against the greatest girls in the world day in and day out anyway, let alone being on something that we're not sure about. And so for me too, I'm on the same wavelength and I learned and, and something that I'll take to note for moving forward for next year. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. Like I just, when you compete against the top shoot 200 girls, almost at most of these bigger rodeos, like you're, you're roping against these girls on their best horse on. And so, I mean, it's, it's hard to not, not know your horse and swear that's just one more wrench thrown, thrown in your, your pile there that I don't think would necessarily helps me out. So, yeah, but I don't know. That's, there's a lot of girls that are really good at jump riding and I wish I was better at it to be honest and hopefully someday I will be better at it but right now that's just not not my game plan well I think that that's really good though that you're able to identify you know what your strengths are and and where the areas are you need to work on and I think that that's what makes you one of the elite competitors so you should be proud of that thank you I appreciate that all right girl well I'm excited for you. Congratulations and um, good luck. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hopefully I'll see you out in Vegas. Yep. I'll be there. I'll see you out there. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us on In The Loop Breakaway podcast. If you have any questions or would like to reach out to me, feel free to email me at jordan at com. We appreciate you listening to us and we'll see you down the road.